Hello and welcome to another edition of the usually serviceable, hopelessly miscast pod here from GCT. It's Paul and Brian. Hello. Again, just us. You w- you might hear passing voices at times uh, because it is a busy day here at the theater. That's There's right. work going on, which is so much stuff. Some people would say, well, it's not Brian doing it. Must not uh, be because we don't know what he does. He doesn't do anything. So, yeah. <laughs> it's always interesting Ever. when people... When they don't know what you do, they assume you do nothing. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I it's bet like, people. Is that, yeah. I, I take that as like that must be what they do at their jobs is that they do nothing, so they just assume everyone else does nothing at the same time. That's a very good point. So I, I would totally buy into that. We are recording this uh, on Tuesday, June seventh. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it will probably go up sometime. I would guess next week or the week after. Um, yeah. So maybe a little dated in terms of well, we don't talk current news, but. Yeah, you know, it's whatever. So th- we're getting real close to our season finale because uh, that's right. Yeah, we're this will probably maybe be the one right before the end of the season. So yeah, we we'll have to pull out all the stops for the next pod. Yeah, I guess we'll because uh, we'll record a couple over the re- well, two or three over the rest of the month. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you're right. When they go up, yeah, this will be uh, putting a. Close to the capper, maybe the penultimate episode yeah. of season two. That's right. I had to drop that word in there. I'm so excited. Penultimate's a good yes. word. Um, <clears throat> so I, I couldn't stand up right now after saying that word, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so there's Marcus. Um, Hi, so, uh, <laughs> Giving us a distant hello. Um, he's actually working. Yeah. So Marcus unlike works Brian, hard. So Marcus does real work around here. That's right. Yeah. He's, he's the manliest of the... Uh, the man he is walking office. around in what could be classified as a white beater. So, no, no white beater's a tank top. <laughs> He's not wearing a tank top. Yeah, is it a V-neck? No. Okay. Well, if you had a V-neck, it would get in the ballpark. So, yeah. <clears throat> white so, beater is clearly the ribbed tank top undergarment. That's true. Man. Yeah. Step your game up, Marcus. So, um, so anyway, by the time you hear this, we will have successfully closed. Our uh, regular season of shows here in season 51, 50? Yeah. 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 Season 50. I always lose track. It's over. Um, <clears throat> with 100 when you days. you hear this, it's over. Yeah. We had several regional premieres back to back. Six this season. Despite the fact that a theater not even close to our market seemed to think that we were not the regional premiere of Bright Star. Yeah. Well. So yeah. eat your heart out. Drove through there on Saturday and said, yeah, this is not. Did you did you see the, the, that theater? I did not, but I asked the people I was riding with in the car, what would you think that that city, Corinth, would possibly compete with anything in the Memphis area with, you know, theaters, gas stations, annual revenue, any of that? And the answer was none. So yeah. I'm going to say I'm sure you people do fine work. You're not competing with us. I'm not saying you wouldn't compete with somebody, but... We're not in the same area, yeah. so not in the same region. Anyway, moving on from that, uh, what we will be doing over the summer is lots of camps. Uh, mm-hmm. We will have a show called Wakey Wakey, put on by Quark Theater here on our stage from July 7th through the 17th. Um, so two weekends of that, and we'll have our season 52 kicking off. What date does that open? Season 51. 51. Uh, 52. Sorry. See, I told season, you I lose track. Yeah, we, season 51 <laughs> opens July 29th. 29th. Yes. With a show called Puffs. Puffs. Yes. 
is a great wizarding story put on by our students, uh, student cast. Yeah. They Directed all by the lovely Julie Reinbold. Yeah, they all get to pretend to be wizards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and as long as they don't do the drug blood. Yeah, well, so, no drug blood allowed. Yeah, at least with the cast. So, uh, but yes, come, you know, call up to the box office because if you do want to see Puffs, I can pretty much guarantee you if you wait too long, you ain't getting a seat. Yeah. Because people, there's people lots are already of, buying whole rows of tickets for that show. Yeah. I mean, we have not, it's, and it's not just because of parents and grandparents and siblings. I mean, we have regular patrons wanting to come see that show. So yeah. mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. I would get your tickets now when you hear this, uh, all seven of you. Maybe mm-hmm. we're up to 10 by now. So, Jude, get your ticket, man. That's right, Jude. Um, yeah, I know you're listening. So uh, that's kind of what's going on for the next couple of months in terms of our productions and things like that. Lots of educational content, which Brian and I, thankfully, are not the overseers of. But uh, what we will start with today is a couple of Smokes and Road Beers features. The first one will be Brian has a bracketology that's today right. for us. So pray tell, what what shall it be today, Brian? It's something new and unexpected. Um, so a uh, favorite favorite uh, t- television show in the office here is uh, What We Do in the Shadows, and it will be coming back for season four on July 12th. Yay! Yay! Uh, I have a uh, nameplate on my desk uh, provided by our our co-host of this. He bought me a nameplate that says Jackie Daytona, regular human theater director, uh, based off of one of the episodes of What We Do in the Shadows. So we love the show. It's, I think, the funniest show on television right now. And uh, we're going to play a little bit of what, what is Paul's favorite What We Do in the Shadows episode. And I've ranked 1 through 16 based off of IMDb's uh, top rank, rated shows. Marcus walked in nodding. He may want to weigh in on these. Yeah. You want to get in on this, Marcus? July 12th. July 12th. Well, then, yeah, I was about to say, if you want to get in on this bracketology, <laughs> come join us. <laughs> but he's um, working. Yeah, he's working hard. So anyway, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they actually only ranked the top 15. So I took what I thought was the most glaring omission. Good. And added it, and that ended up being seated number two. So our number two seed was not in Screen Rants, IMDb, top-rated what we do in the shadows episodes. I can guess what it might be, but I'll wait. All right. So number one versus number 16. The episode highest ranked uh, by IMDb of what we do in the shadows is the episode 1-7, The Trial. Really? Mm-hmm. That's So uh, a clarification, I guess you may have already said this, but with IMDb, are they basing this off of fan ratings? I believe so, yes. Okay. So that's... Fan slash critic ratings, yeah. Right. The trial is number one. Yeah. It was ranked on IMDb at 9.3 out of 10. Okay. Yes. So... Lots of guest stars in that episode. It was a lot of guest stars, yeah. So, you know, Danny Trejo and Wesley Snipes bring the star power. Absolutely. (laughs) Tilda Swinton was awesome. Yeah, little Evan Rachel Wood, some Batista. Yeah. You know, lots of people in that episode. Yeah. Versus number 16... Uh, the episode immediately after that, which was 1-8, Citizenship. Okay. Yep. Nandor is wearing his USA basketball 
mm-hmm. jersey and gets accosted by Guillermo at the end of the episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, so Nadia and Jenna. That's uh, right. At the college party. She makes her first kill. Yeah, she's. they're trying to figure out what her power is and <laughs> right. she figures out it's invisibility. So. Yes. So, uh, of those two, which which would you say is the better episode? Well, there's great moments in both. I mean, uh, between those two, I mean, I'm not saying that either one of those is a bad episode. I like both. I would go with the trial between those two. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm not as big a, oh, the star power is what makes it number one. I would not have put it number one, but I would rate it above you know the uh, the next episode 1.8 with citizenship although i crack up the the thing i crack up the most in citizenship is when he's trying to hypnotize the the person giving him the citizenship test mm-hmm. and I mean, he's yeah. convinced that's how he passed the test yeah, and he, he does not yeah the government employees are immune to uh, <laughs> right. exactly mesmerization that and when he's going down the lineup of the USA basketball team the dream mm-hmm. team Yep. So, but I'd, I'd take the trial. What about you? Uh, I, I do think the trial is the better episode there. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, Batista's saying, I would stab him 500 times, then I would take it, put the knife in my other hand, and stab him 500 times. Mm-hmm. So. All right, tight, tight matchup next. Okay. Eight versus nine seed, a pair of season three episodes. Um, the eight seed is The Escape. Three, a, that's three season three episode six okay. where uh, the sire escapes and they all have to oh, chase yes. him through a Walmart type store and capture him. Also, the Baron. Yeah, they dig up the Baron. His re- Baron is back, uh, and then there's also the Hellhound that is a golden retriever <laughs> that barks fire. So, yeah, with the uh, Baron played by the immortal Doug Effing Jones. Yes, yes. Uh, versus. Three nine, which is a farewell, in which we bid farewell to uh, Colin Robinson yep. when he dies on his one hundredth birthday, and uh, it's kind of I think one of the more somber, yeah, episodes. Also, that's the episode where Nandor, because he's so depressed, decides to go into super slumber, <laughs> um, and has other guest star Donald Logue is in that episode. Yeah, and- yeah couple of other people of note and that's i yeah where they check out and he's supposedly super sl- or dead nandor's package yeah yeah because <laughs> it's go, supposed ah. to be the biggest one ever but yeah it's not <laughs> yeah. so okay between um, those two which would you say both uh, scored at 8.6 i mean i i am a big baron afanas fan mm-hmm. um i i love i mean watching him drive the little the the tight the tight car through the toy store mm-hmm. it cracks me up so much, uh, and yes I agree three nine is somber especially you know with Laszlo sort of playing the he knows but Colin does not know and that's yeah. why he's been so nice to him and you find that out and Nodges accosting him and that sort of thing I I'd, I'd probably pick that one it is a tight matchup but I'd give it to Farewell? The, the farewell. Okay. All right. Interesting. I mean, the best thing is there's no we're not none of us are losers in this bracketology. No, they absolutely are not. You watch all sixteen of these, you're going to laugh at least once or twice. Yeah. Although I have, I do have someone I know who told me the show is boring. Okay. Well, 
that person. So I don't want to know them anymore. Uh, our 6-11 matchup. Again, uh, season three episodes. The sixth episode was the finale, the last episode we saw, which was The Portrait. Okay. In which uh, they <laughs> paint a new portrait of the household after the death of Colin. And then everyone ends up dispersing to the winds. And then also Nandor finally agrees to let Guillermo become a vampire, in which doesn't happen because Laszlo shoves Guillermo to protect his wife, Nadia. Right. As they head to Europe. As he has, she has Gizmo now. Yeah, because you know. we find out secretly that uh, baby Colin has sprung from the husk of dead Colin. <laughs> Laszlo has decided he will raise baby Colin as uh, as his own. So, yes. uh, again, a very interesting episode, a lot happening, versus the number 11 uh, seed, uh, the fourth episode of season three, The Casino. Oh, that's the 11? Yeah, that was the 11. Bazinga. Bazinga, <laughs> which is a really uh, great episode. Uh, I don't know the character's name or the actor's name, but the next door neighbor kind of stole the episode. I thought <laughs> Sean, the neighbor, Sean, yeah, yes. you know, just such a good episode. Uh, As he overall. runs out of money at least twice, yeah. <laughs> I'll never do this again. <laughs> right. And the the intro was changed for the episode to just show the oh, that's right, derelict <laughs> path to uh, Atlantic City. Yes, so, yeah, yeah, great episode. Great the episode. toxic waste that is New Jersey. So, but a choice must be made. Portrait or casino? Uh, I mean, this one to me, I again, no losers in this, but if I'm picking of these two, it's the casino, hands down. That's I love that episode. Bit of an upset. Yeah. That's I'll take the eleven in that one for sure. Okay. It's just so yeah, the intro alone, the way they did that. I love the way stuff. they played with intros in season three. The music is different in one of them. That's different in another one. Yes. All right. Our uh, 4-13 matchup. Number four seed is the finale of season two, Novo Teatro de Vampira. Okay. It was a busy uh, episode. A lot happening, a lot of revelations. Basically, our vampire crew is invited, they think, as the guests of honor to a theater production in which... They are then presented the story of how they killed other vampires and are about to be killed when they are saved at the last second by the true slayer, Guillermo von Helsing. So, yes. uh, great episode. A lot happens. A lot of fun things. And an episode that Taika Waititi has openly claimed totally a ripoff of the theater, theater of the vampires in Interview the Movie taken from the 1870s of that book and movie. Totally a ripoff of that, but it, a funny ripoff nonetheless. Uh, it is up against the eighth episode of season three. Now, I personally am not a big fan of this episode at all. And the fact it was on this list, I was a little disappointed. The Wellness Center. Okay. Which sees Nandor trying to reject his vampirism and pull his fangs out so he can do aerobics with a bunch of other vampires pretending that, that they're not vampires. And that's the 13th seed, right? That's the 13th seed, okay. yes. Yeah, the, this is a clear winner for me. No, it's the four seed yeah. in this one. Yeah, I'm, that's not my favorite episode either. I mean, I, I get laughs out of it, but not because of the main plot point. Yeah. All right, uh, the number three seed. 
uh, is the fifth episode of season two, Colin's Promotion. <laughs> in which uh, Colin is promoted to boss and figures out the true way to suck the life out of everyone is to give your employees horrible tasks and hold horrible meetings. <laughs> he quickly becomes so powerful he uh, is able to split into three Collins, and it's only because of the other Collins sucking his energy off that two of them die and we're left with normal Colin. Uh, really funny episode with a lot of meta stuff about how not to be a boss, but yet that's how everyone yeah. tends to be a boss. Very office-spacey. With, like, Lumberg perspective. <laughs> but it's a really, I, I think it's a very enjoyable, Colin-heavy episode, for sure. Yes. And they do is, one of those a season. Yeah. And I like when they do it. It's a good departure. And the 14th seed is the second episode of season three, Cloak of Duplication, <laughs> in which Nadia and Nandor are fighting for control of the Vampiric Council. And they get access to the Cloak of Duplication, which is then used uh, as Nandor attempts to woo the receptionist at the local gym uh, unsuccessfully. Right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, and yeah, there's also a subplot with um, as they're attempting to collect dues from the local vampires <laughs> where Nadja has to kill some... Newer vampires that weren't paying their dues. Right. So. Because Nandor's a very carrot and she's a stick yes. type person. Um, I, I'll take Colin's promotion. Yeah. I mean, I, I very much enjoy, you know, the, especially the first two seasons where they did a focus on Colin Robinson. You know, mm -hmm. those, those are both great episodes. So that one's right up there. All right. This is going to be a, no contest for you, I think. Uh, the I number five seed then. is Baron's Night Out. This was the five. Oh my! One episode six of season one, the Baron awakens and he is taken around Staten Island, uh, culminating with Guillermo accidentally killing him due to sunlight. Uh, but uh, the Baron really has quite the night out for sure. Uh, <laughs> against the twelve seed, which is the season finale of the first season, Ancestry, in which we find out. Um, well, we find out, I guess, the biggest thing is that Guillermo is a descendant of the Van Helsings. And we also find out that Nandor has a um, very elderly lady living very close to him. Uh, but they all do DNA tests, and blah, blah, blah. Again, I don't think this is going to be a close decision. It's all. not. This, Yeah. Baron's Night Out, clearly, hands down. That's, that's tied for one of my three favorite episodes of all time. So now I know what you included that was not on the list. Okay. Well, it had to be it. one of two of them. Yeah. So that means the other one is in the list. Or it better be. Because if not, we're going to add a 17 seed. No, I, I added one, which is one of my favorite episodes that was not included on there. Okay. So our number seven seed is the sixth episode of season two, On the Run. Um, That's which, the seven. That's the seven oh, seed. You Lord. know the one. Yes. You know. Based on the nameplates we both have here in the office. Yes. At my quote-unquote desk. Yeah, that's where we put the Laszlo Cravensworth. Yes. Regular human bartender. His love of volleyball. I suppose I can trust you. Uh, Mark Hamill's amazing oh. 
guest star so good. run. So good. The Big Mouth Billy Bass. Yeah, <laughs> Big Mouth. <laughs> Just all around great episode. It is against uh, The Curse, which is the fourth episode of season two, uh, which is where Nandor checks his email for the first time in a decade and finds a curse from Bloody Mary. Yes. Because uh, he didn't also pass it along. Probably the better plot in that is when uh, Guillermo accidentally finds a, a, a big group of vampire hunters. Uh, he went to go, I think it was the Mosquito Club or something, something about insects, and it ended up being people that hunt vampires. Right. Uh, and then they have a really great attempt to kill uh, a family of vampires, which goes horribly wrong, but Guillermo clearly survives. And one of the people comes back later in season three to haunt, to haunt him. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, do we even need to discuss this no, one? No. You and I know what, what the better one is. On the run, clearly. I mean, we're simply irresistible. That's right. So, as they sing at least twice in that episode. All right, so... Number the second seed is the one that I added. Okay, then I know what it is. What is it? It's the witches. Witches, you're absolutely right. Two nine, two nine. or yeah. Let's say uh, it's, I knew what it had to be. It had to be that or Jackie Daytona. Yeah, when uh, a goat um, <laughs> kidnaps Laszlo and Nandor, a ceremony awaits takes, you. Takes them to witches who need to steal some bodily fluids from them in order to regain their youthful appearance. It's a laugh a minute. I she really speaks the bullshit. It's one of the <laughs> funniest episodes they've done. Versus our 15 seed, which is the first episode of season two, Resurrection. Which is a very solid episode. Mm-hmm. Haley Joel Osment. Yep. You know. Those um, apples. What's, and the guy, I'm going to say he's Wong from Doctor Strange. I yep. can't remember his name. In real life, sorry. Well, his, his real name is Benedict Wong. Okay, so yeah. making, you know, they make the keychains, and he's, I mean, I remember watching, and he says, you're alive, you can jive. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, also a lot of, as close to our theater hearts. Yes. Uh, there are some <laughs> our town jokes. Community theater references. Pippin jokes. Uh, <laughs> Where he'll do a, a mega feed. Yes. <laughs> with a talk back. Talk back, yeah. Yes, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry that it would shoot that episode down. Yeah, the the witches is just. I mean, there. Yeah, it, it is a laugh a minute. I mean, a laugh every half minute. I mean, it's yeah. just it's so good. All so. right. So what I am noticing is the bottom half of our bracket is just jammed full with amazing episodes. <laughs> All chalk, huh? Man, uh, yeah. So. Uh, that brings us to our one versus nine seed, the trial versus the farewell. Okay. Yeah, see, I mean, this is where I, I, I knew I would get torn on the one seed come second round because I, I really enjoy that episode, but I feel like it it gets a lot of, it probably got a lot of love because of all the cameos in it. And it's mm-hmm. very clever the way they do it. Um, it's, you know, especially when Wesley Snipes is on the, you know, it's on Skype. basically on Skype. Yeah. And He's 30 like, seconds behind. And when Treo says, move the computer closer to your router, Holmes, that <laughs> is, you know, it's like, and he says, and who is this guy? It, that's very clever. And from having rewatched Only Lovers Left Alive over the weekend with Tilda Swinton, to see her in that garb again was, uh, made me so happy. But mm-hmm. wow, this is tough. Versus the farewell again. 
maybe the again not not a funny episode I would say there's some jokes but yeah uh, from a character development standpoint it may be the strongest character development episode they've had I mean it's I don't want to seem like recency bias uh, so yeah this is tough I'm I'm I guess I'll still go with the trial okay slightly very slightly all right this is very much a 50.1 to 49.9 so that's going to leave us in the top half of the bracket with the casino versus nouveau teatro de vampira well this one's not a con- not a contest to me it's not a casino casino yeah. easily okay yes i mean seeing right. nandor at the big bang theory slot machine yeah all right here's where the all the heavyweights are Collins promotion versus Baron's night out. Well, you know where I'm going. Yeah. So where where are you going with this one? That's the more I would important. agree. Baron's night out. Yeah, Baron's night out. It's too good. I mean, devils suck, man. We have vampires. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this man, this one's gonna be tough. Mm. On the run. Yes. Versus witches. Yeah. This this feels like it should be a conference finals match. It, it feels like it should be the final. Honestly. Yeah. This is tough. Wow. I think... I don't understand how Witches wasn't in the top 15. Yeah, I, th- that's just inexplicable to me. I mean, at least make the top eight. It's. I mean, I don't know why people wouldn't have thought that was a funny episode. I, I don't know if there's some themes that people found wrong or something, mm-hmm. or if it just got forgotten in the midst. Maybe too much... Um, Cheap humor, perhaps, maybe. Maybe. I mean, a lot, a lot of penis humor. Yeah. I, I think I would give this. I, I'll give the edge to uh, the escape. On the run. On the run, yes. Okay. Because I love Mark Hamill in that episode so much. Okay. He's so good. When he drops it, I think it's a post. It's a mid-credit scene when he drops the big mouth Billy Bass. Yeah. And they tell him, oh, you can get that anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Final four. The trial versus the casino. The casino. Okay. That that will feel like recency bias, but shows do get stronger. The best shows I've ever watched, in my experience, seasons two, three, four usually are when you hit your stride for real. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Uh-oh. Baron's yeah. night out on the run. Uh, wow. I knew this moment would come. It's I the think prophecy. It's, gonna, it's, it's clear whoever wins this is going to win. Neither one of these are as good. Or is, the casino's yeah. not as good as either yeah, one. Yeah, this is the final right here. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I... I love both these episodes for for obvious reasons. If you know me at all, mm-hmm. I quote Baron's Night Out all the time. Quote, you know, you the other one all the time too. too. Yes. I also like that he bite. We've not even talked that he beats up a biker gang that's doing a ride for cancer. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna put my boot where the moon don't shine. <laughs> um, There's just so many jokes in it. Just yeah. So well. I mean, and the Baron character is so it's so funny. Just I mean, it's, you know, when he starts choking out the neighbor in the street, raising mm-hmm. him up because he's like, "Who is this guy?" <laughs> <And, "Aah!" laughs> um I think I'll give it to on the run. On the run. All right. So, on the run is going to win. That's the winner. Yeah. yeah. And 
it's really not. I love the casino, but it's not. That's not really like the, the three or four. The witches is the three to me. Yeah. So, uh, on the run wins from the seventh seed. And, yeah, uh, which is a, I mean, a shame. But having done enough of these, I've seen where you know we've had a bunch of nines and twelves. And yeah. The casino wins from gets to the final from the eleventh seed. So. Yeah, I mean that's uh, saying something. I would have to say I don't agree with IMDb's rankings. The fact that Witches wasn't in it at all. On the Run is seven. I think if I, if you could pick any two episodes to go against each other in the final, which two which two episodes do you think is or what's the other one besides On the Run you think is the, the second best? Oh well, for me it's Baron's Night Out. Okay. Just I think I would I would go Witches over. I think On the Run's number one and Witches is number two for me. I mean I I think that that. For a if you're if you were binging this series, I would say that if you when you get to that second half of season two, that is a um, enormous one-two punch. Mm-hmm. So I think that clearly the writers and the actors are that's when they really hit their stride. But uh, conversely, I would say that Baron's Night Out is where it for the first time I think totally clicked. Yeah, and that that is like oh. This is what that is. And that kind of does bear out because none of the first five episodes was in this this list. So yeah. one six is the first episode that made the list at all. And then one six, one seven, uh, and one ten. So three of those last five episodes of season one ended up. I, I think it's very clear that Baron's Night Out is when they figured it out as yeah. a group. Well, I think that's, you know, to me that it's – they're, I mean, they would normally in an episode, you know, Guillermo and Colin Robinson are not in that episode much, but they added that extra wrinkle that's not them. I mean, those first five episodes, they're clearly building those that group up as a unit. So Baron's Night Out, I mean, the Baron was in the, the uh, pilot, but 1-6 mm-hmm. is where that's the first time you really have a, a character get in there with them and be like, okay... He's clearly, because of force, he's in there with the three main vampires. Yeah. So it's it's adding him as a foil is so great. And, yeah, it, the Baron, I love the character just because he's so, yeah, it, it's, he's almost, to me, he's almost like one of the great Monty Python characters. Yeah. Not a main guy, but he's one of those that you insert him in there and it's like, oh, Wow. He just completely exponentially elevated every scene he's in. Yeah, well, and you know, I how excitedly I texted you after I watched uh, <laughs> um, three after I watched um, the escape. Yes, uh, and like the Baron's back because we thought he was dead, and yes. we're so excited he's back, and hopefully um, he'll be back in season four at some point. As well. I have a feeling he'll be there. Yeah, so. he's too good of a character not to be. So. Yes, so there you have it. Our Great bracketology. Yeah. I love that. Make sure you check all these shows out. They're available on Hulu. We're not getting uh, money or anything. Yeah. And if you're watching like a streaming type platform that's not Hulu, something like DirecTV Stream or YouTube TV, you'll see them on FX Mm, or FXX. I think it's FX. Yeah. And if uh, check with us, I'm sure at some point when we're all in town again, uh, we'll be watching an episode or two on the uh, big screen. We will. Uh, this season. So, uh, and when the season July ends, 12th. we'll binge it on the big screen again. That's right. So, That's right. So, uh, no, that was good. Very good feature there, Brian. Um, oh, I doff my cap to you. Mm. So, 
Here's time for the second Smokes and Road Beers installment. And this is uh, Brian's big fan of Air Supply. Mm-hmm. He loves Air Supply. We obviously know that. I do. I do because I have to wear this T-shirt that I purchased. That's um, right. You did. Indirectly, but I it, it's my money. Yep. So, uh, yeah. He did buy the concert ticket for my wife to go with him. Yep. So I bought I, a drink at the show, too. There you go. Yeah. So probably something low alcohol content. It was like a hard seltzer. So. <clears throat> yeah. So weak drink. She's probably loaded already. Yeah. So uh, clearly that's that's Jocelyn. <laughs> yes, pretty much. So um, what I found is a uh, the top 10 list of. And I don't know where they base this top 10 off of, but I think it's funny. Funniest misheard lyrics mm. by Air Supply. Okay. So the first one is, and I'm getting an ad, of course, when I try. So the real lyric is making love out of nothing at all. This mm-hmm. one comes up multiple times in this list. What somebody was overheard saying is, I th- and I'm going to say it was overheard, even though it wasn't. They thought the lyric was, take another Midol. Well, okay. It might all isn't that the thing for period cramps? It's P- yeah, PMS type pill. Yeah, okay. Like that. No, no, that's and on that same one, the second one was making love out of nothing at all, or is it making love and a muffin and a dog? Why would you think they would? That's sing pretty that? disturbing. Yeah. Well, you look at those two guys; you never know what they're going to say. Well, I know they wouldn't be singing. singing Maybe about sex, them. love, but yeah. I mean, they're not going to be singing about <clears throat> period medicine. From the same song, but not the same lyric. I know when to pull you closer, which is the real lyric. But someone said, I know when to pull your blouse up. That one I could see a little more. Yeah, except, well, (laughs) until we discovered that love sex song, which is awful. I would say that their, I mean, their music was very PG, like. It was. I mean, it didn't. So, yeah, they wouldn't have sung something like that back in the 70s and 80s. I wish they had, but I might have listened more. But Well, they might, I mean, they might have changed it when they sung it live, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, remember, it's the 80s, so yeah. I'm not saying it's, it is an insensitive comment if that's really what they had written. But, you know, we know Graham and Russ are above that. Yeah. So Well, the, the story about Blinded by the Light um, <laughs> wrapped up like a deuce <laughs> was that, Every, I mean, the band found out that, like, what people thought they were singing. So then in their concerts later, they would actually sing <laughs> the other thing. Instead, yes. So. No, I, I like that. That's uh, I know that if I was in that band, I would be encouraging that behavior. Mm-hmm. So another lyric from Making Love Out of Nothing at All. This may be from the same song, but I don't remember. Uh, instead of I can, and is this a, I can make the runner stumble. That's the real lyric. Okay. And someone said, I can make your nose assemble. Okay, if, if people really think that's what they're singing, they're dumb. I'm sorry. That's, that's about the dumbest. I just like antagonizing you with these. Ugh. I think maybe this is all from the same song. So instead of, and I know when to pull you closer, someone thought they heard, and I know when to pull your clothes off. Could you hear that one in there somewhere? I could see that, because he's, he's really high at that point. It's like, I know when to pull your clothes out. Yeah. Because he sings it. He, it's pretty high. Yeah. And so, yeah, you, I could see where you could get that. But, yeah, more than the others, for sure. So here's one you'll like. It is a different song this time. Even the Nights Are Better. Oh, okay. It's the song. 
So the real lyric is, even the nights are better now that we're here together. Even the nights are brighter when someone you love's beside you. Someone said, even the nuts are better oh, come on. now that we're here together. Even the eggs are orita, whatever that means, when someone you love's inside you. No. I'm going to leave why it at that. Why they sing that? I knew this was going to antagonize you. That's why I brought it up. Well, the, uh, what was the song um, that they had con- congressional meetings or uh, hearings about? Oh, was that the Judas Priest song? No. It's da, da, an air supply da, song? Da, 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 da. I don't remember. Da, 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 it's an air supply da, song? No, no, no. What? It's like in the 50s and 60s. Oh, I don't remember. I think, uh, Louis Louis. Oh, Louis Louis? Yeah, like there's, they had congressional meetings because they thought they were singing sexually explicit lyrics. What did they think they were singing? Oh, man. Oh. I, yeah, I'm going to look that up. Yeah. So while you do that, making love out of nothing at all, that's another real lyric. The real lyric is, I know just how to fake it, and I know just how to scheme. The Someone said, I know just how to bake it, and I know just how to ski. <laughs> so... The, it's a cleaner lyric with what someone thought they heard um, because I was actually shocked that a PG band would say, I know just how to fake it and I know just how to scheme. Hmm. So that is some CP type talk right yeah. there. Wow. Uh, so for making love out of nothing at all, someone thought it was making love out of nothing na na. I don't know what that's supposed to be. Okay. And here's here's the last one. In All Out of Love, the lyric, I'm so lost without you, someone apparently thought they heard, there's no lust without you. So there's that. Mm. No love sex in there. No. For those. But I thought you'd like those. Well, maybe not like them, but they're there. So did you find the Louie Louie? thing or do we save that for the next pod maybe maybe okay but yeah no they uh because you can't understand and they they had a whole fbi investigation and the result of the investigation was they didn't know what they were singing <laughs> so we, we can't i don't know if the out. band knew that either so yeah but what what some people heard was quite quite vulgar <laughs> so well that's and especially back in those days yeah there was a lot of repression going on. Let's put it that way. I mean, there was a lot of repression going on in my life in the 80s and 90s, but that's because nobody loved me the way I wanted them to love me. So so that could have been an Air Supply song. So the worst stanza, and I'm going to have to edit some of this. It's like, each night at 10, I lay her again. I <laughs> F my girl all kinds of ways. <laughs> and on that chair, I lay her there. I felt my B. Huh. This is air supply? B O N E R in her hair. No, this is from Louie Louie. Oh, okay. Somebody thought they were saying this. Yeah. If she's got a rag on, I'll move along. It won't be long. She'll slip it off. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So this is what the FBI was investigating if this is what uh, they actually were singing or not. Let's remember who was running the FBI at that time J. Edgar Hoover. Yes. Yes. So by then, I mean, he was a crotchety old man. You look back in history, back when he was in his 20s and got the job. 
and he ran it into the 1970s, so that tells you something. He was crot- very crotchety by that point. Mm-hmm. So to hear all the people that Hoover had files on, it's yeah, it, that, that, that does not surprise me at all. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, do you have a Florida report for us today? I do. All right. Cue music. Yep. You have to edit this a little bit too. Okay. Keep it No F bombs. Is it say bro? And I said bro. Performing. I'm just gonna change it to fellatio. Driver causes vehicle to crash into FedEx truck. Official say. This is from June 3rd, 2022. Yeah. Less than a week ago. Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Two people inside an SUV were discovered naked after a crash between the vehicle and the FedEx truck Thursday evening, and it's what's going on inside that may have caused the collision. May have caused? Okay. You think? Uh, at the time of the crash, the woman inside the SUV was performing fellatio on the male driver, according to the Fort Lauderdale Fire Rescue, who responded to the scene. The crash happened at North Ocean Boulevard and 19th Street around 649. There are two people inside the FedEx truck, but their injuries were minor. The driver of the SUV sustained injury, injuries to his private area due to what was going on at the time of the crash, <laughs> according to oh. the FLFR. It's oh. unclear whether anyone will be charged in the crash. Definitely the sensor will not see. So it's great. There's like there's photos. <laughs> oh, God. At least they they have the guy laid out on the 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 dry, the, the street, and they've at least pulled his um, oh. underwear up. Ooh. But you just see these three policemen just kind of staring at him <laughs> as he's lying there, clearly in pain. Oh, my gosh. And There's a picture of them staring at him? Yeah. I'm going to come see that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Is that a dog there, too? Or is that's, that that's the, I think it's a female. Because if there was a dog there, he'd, he'd be, have the same look on his face. So, yeah, and then, I mean... He was like way over. I mean, it's a four-lane road, and he's in the far left. <laughs> Splayed out. He's in the far. Well, I guess if you're, he got as far in the wrong lane as you possibly can on a, on a one-way road when this crashed headfirst into the FedEx truck. So, yeah, I won't say it was impressive, but it was definitely, uh, yeah, Florida-worthy. So, kids, uh, wait till you get home. Yeah, wait till you get take home. that off the streets. Please yeah. don't hurt other people. So, uh, I mean, I would love to see what Frank Washington's face would look like to that st- if he shows up as the cop on the scene for that. Oh, he's an undercover cop, so you know. yeah, exactly. He rolls under the car to see it. So Frank Washington's now got some uh, overheard at the movie theater moments for you. Oh, okay. So this one Brian already saw, but I like it. It's a uh, during a screening of The Woman in Black, the movie, again, these are movie theater, these are from Twitter, there's a scene where the camera is slowly creeping on Daniel Radcliffe's character, who played Harry Potter. Someone yells, get your wand out, Harry. Everyone collectively pissed themselves. <laughs> That's the tweet. Here's the next one from at Coke Drank. Mm, My thanks. wife and I went to see Fast and Furious 27 or whatever, and with no context, about halfway through the movie, The Rock and Vin Diesel had a scene together, and she said out loud, those are two different people? Okay. So there's that. Uh, 
and I may have to censor some of these. I've, I have not read ahead on some of these. So, uh, at the guilty ones said, when I saw Frozen 2, and spoiler alert, Olaf died, quote unquote, I heard someone crying behind me and I thought it was some little kid. And I felt bad until I heard a little kid say, don't cry, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mommy, please don't cry. This one's from at Triple X Dawn. I went to see a screening of the Muppets for their anniversary or whatever. And this little girl four rows behind, four rows back yelled, when I marry Miss Piggy and she dies, I will eat her while Kermit was singing. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> that may be Ezra one day. Don't waste that, that beautiful pork. You can smoke it. <laughs> exactly. Grill it. Because bacon tastes good. Bacon. Yeah, you can yeah. fry it up. Man, Barbecue yeah. tastes good. I'll have some in Kansas City this week. So, at Jordan underscore Deborah says, Opening night of Kill Bill, doesn't say which one, starts with black screen. And fe- well, I guess you'd know now. A female voice panting. A woman behind me shouts, I'll have what she is having. Just before the image of Uma... Thurman, beaten, swollen, and bloody is revealed. <laughs> and everyone Whoops. in the cinema laughed at her as she muttered, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, when we have our Tarantino festival here at the theater at some point, we'll make sure just to have that part out there. Mm-hmm. So this one's at the Pharaoh Wizard. At the start of Aquaman, the WB logo with water over it. The guy next to me turns to his date and says, ooh, because it's Aquaman. <laughs> That movie was not very good, but sitting next to a dude with childlike wonder for everything that was happening, I had a great time watching it. So, you know, sometimes the... watching who's watching what you're watching <laughs> is better than what you're watching, which is honestly, you know, I sent you some videos from the Air Supply concert. Yes. I mean, I enjoyed Magic. the performance, but what was happening around me during the Air Supply concert made it so much better. Oh, people watching at a concert is still one of my favorite spectator sports. Yeah, it's great. Always will be. I'm going to see The Fix in St. Louis here in a little while. If you don't know any Fix songs beside One Thing Leads to Another, yeah, you need to learn. Uh, But I can't wait to people watch. Uh, So here's two more. At Moon underscore Chirp. I went to go see Bohemian Rhapsody opening weekend. And after the movie, I heard someone say, quote, ooh, this was about Freddie Mercury. I thought that was Bon Jovi, unquote. Legitimately one of the hardest laughs I've ever had. I knew you'd like Mm -hmm. that one. Look, look, I mean, Bon Jovi, he's he's talented vocally. (laughs) But to compare him to Freddie Mercury is a harassment. (laughs) Freddie, yeah, somewhere twisted. Trying to burn people at the stake. (laughs) No. So here's the last one for today. At Karen Gelman posts, this is a short one, but you'll like it. When warriors descend from the horse's belly in Troy, which is a horrible movie, but still, through the movie, half half whispering voice in the back says, I knew it. (laughs) Hey, it's it's a great reference uh, because we'll have our own um, version of that next season in Spamalot. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I didn't know we were doing that, Brian. Oh. No. <laughs> and, yeah. It's a, it's a you might rabbit, hear some familiar people in that show. You might. Maybe. So, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Uh, potentially. So uh, that's Frank Washington's overheard at the movie theater moment for today. Thanks, Frank. You're you're an all right guy. He is. We, he, need, we do need to clip his laugh and just add it. 
We'll throw it in at the end. Because at some as point. as we found out from watching the documentary, that laugh is completely out of context. Uh, the director just wanted him to just throw his head back in laughter. Uh, one day when he was just getting little clips for the movie, <laughs> everything shot from the same same angle from the director's office. And so if you pay close <laughs> attention, where he is laughing is not it's not in the same locale as where uh, the scene just prior to. And he had no idea what he was laughing at. He just said, laugh. And yeah. so Frank laughed. <laughs> and we need that laugh. Can we make that laugh happen? Yes. We need uh, to make at that. some point, we have to really try to get, what's his first name that plays the cop? Oh, yeah. I know Something Hammond. About. Yeah. We ha- he does interviews about the movie. If you're listening to this, which you're not. No. We love you. He's not. We, come on the pod. So we um what I'll we pay need you to ten dollars to come on the is pod. we need to screen the film and see if we can oh. get him to come wow as our guest of honor. I mean that's worth its weight in some material Einsteinium. I mean and I look dude is you know he is still in really good shape and yeah. looks really good I better for his age. Look. Yeah, that's I mean sure. so it's impressive. Yeah. I mean and. You know, at least he was just completely honest. Is like he he knew what was going on and how bad it was. Going totally, to be. totally. So uh, yeah, the self awareness is what I admire the most. Yeah, and the fact that I mean, when he described the scene where he clearly looks like cue card reading. Yeah, and he is very self aware of it. That made me respect him that much more. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll come back. Uh, Brian and I will be, will be recording again when I'm in my uh, palatial estate in Overland Park, Kansas. Yeah. On Friday the tenth. Yep. Uh, but that one won't go up for a while. But we'll get some more Frank Washington there. Yeah. So can't have too much Frank. And I'll be drinking some High West. Mm, yeah, it's your whatever uh, Kansas City drink of choice. Brian can finish whatever I have sitting over there. Yeah. Um, but it is time for some laughs. Aside from what we've had. What is it time for, Brian? It's time for dad jokes. No. <laughs> no. Got to clip that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Christina, uh, love you, but here I, come I the think, jokes. So season three, uh, we've discussed it. I think we're going to have all new music for all the things. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. Um, what's the fastest liquid on earth? Uh, do I want to know? Milk. It's pasteurized before you see it. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. Zing. I think she would like that one. You think? I, I think she I think sometimes she likes them, but she just refuses she to admit you? it because Oh, okay. She's gotta keep up the idiom. She's gotta huh? yeah, she's gotta As Lancelot would say in Monty Python. Uh, so sake of appearances, so <laughs> So today was my son's fourth birthday party and I didn't recognize him at first. I had never seen him before. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, that one she would not like. No, she would. I'm guessing she wouldn't like that one. We we should get some Marcus reactions since he's here, but he's working. You want a redneck one? Uh, Yes, totally. If I die and come back as a hillbilly, is that called (laughs) reincarnation? I'm gonna give you a double rim shot for that one. (laughs) I love hillbilly dad jokes because. I can I can say Ole Miss sucks on the end of every one of them. Yeah. So. Uh, and my final one today is a self-deprecating one. Okay. So I asked my wife, Uh-oh. my dear wife Rachel, if I was the only one she'd ever been with, and she said yes, because all the others had been nines and tens. 
<laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. I think even Christina would like that one. I don't know. She does. I, I will say she tends to violently react to anything that has to do with a re- romantic relationships. So that's uh, true. So uh, maybe I have her figured wrong. Yeah, she she likes ones around foods and farts. <laughs> if she likes, if she likes any of them, it's, it tends to either have to do with foods so, and farts. Christina, know that we have typecast you around foods and farts. That's right. So when you don't listen to this, you'll know. Yep. <laughs> foods and farts will come up again when she's on. Yeah. Next. We, we got to get just, her on one of these Zoom. We need ones. to get the. Uh, She'll be done with hundred days. Rename the uh, segment "Foods and Farts." <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a new season coming up, That's so right. we'll rename some of this. Not the Frank Washington piece. No, of course Frank, not. Frank, you're in. Frank, like you Flint. are honored forever. Yes. We so, never, smokes never and road beers. You. you may get renamed, but it will still be from the same movie. Yeah. Despite everyone else's protestations. So. I have names in my. I have so many names from the crow. So you know, out. maybe they, Gideon's pawn shop. At the time the crow went out, they would make tops trading card things off of any movie. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. And so do when they I looked them? up, oh my God, when I looked up smokes and road beers, what pulled up was the card that is titled smokes and road. Beers. Oh, oh my God! There is a crow trading card that oh. is smokes and road beers. What side is it on? I just Googled it, and I think it might have shown up on eBay or something. I don't know. Uh, okay, I'm gonna. Look. It was a graphic novel, I think. I'm, I'm gonna look up the crow trading card. There are crow trading. Oh my of, god! Of course there are. Okay. I just told you there were. Holy crap! Okay, I, yeah, I can't stand up right now. If you know what I mean. <laughs> so uh, let's move on to closing rants. So do you have one or a hand? You have oh, one I, had, two? I did have one last night. I was thinking, man, I've got something I want to complain about. Oh, I know what it is. Good. Bring it. I hear Marcus in the hallway. I hate that I am the only person in my household that will unload the frickin' dishwasher. Ooh. Ooh. There is nothing worse than going home. And so last night I get home and I just want to eat food. And so I have something warmed up and I go in the the drawer to get a spoon and there are no spoons. Because they're all in the dishwasher, and they've all been in the dishwasher for two days, and it drives me insane. It drives me insane. I'm also the, about the only one that will load the dishwasher in my household. <laughs> that, that's a big one. Marcus is even laughing at that. Yeah, Marcus walked in to hear that. Yeah. Because it's relatable. Yes. yes. He knows the feeling. Yes. So Keep, I, preach, brother. My, my mother-in-law will... Uh, wash dishes and clean up at times. My wife will absolutely do nothing dish-related in the household. Uh, she just <laughs> re- flatly refuses to touch any she dishes. She does not participate in the custodial arts. She will not even put anything. If she has a cup of, uh, so she likes coffee, but she puts a ton of creamer and stuff in it every morning. And she won't even dump the rest of the coffee and creamer out. Yes. So she drink. Yes. So she just sticks that stanky stuff in the uh. sink, and then I get the pleasure of opening it and getting the whiff of the curdled coffee cream, dumping it out and putting it in the dishwasher. Drives me insane. It's like someone in my house thinks that the highlight of my day is unloading the frickin' dishwasher, and I hate it. I hate unloading that thing. One day last week, I'm sorry, last week, I unloaded the dishwasher three days in a row. And not only unloading the thing, 
But then, like, there's so much crap in the sink because no one else will unload it that by the time I get it unloaded and then put all the crap in the sink in it, it's already you full again. You have to again. fill it up again. It drives me insane. Sorry, that's my rant for No, I, don't be sorry. I'm doing a mega feed off this. <laughs> Marcus, you have a rant, don't you? Uh, you have a rant in you. Come over here and do a rant. I can't do a rant. Do you have a hand? Honestly, you have a hand? Are you sick? Late. Oh, he's got to go. You have a quick, like a 30-second rant? We can't, yeah, you can't miss. My rant Marcus is ranting at himself for losing track of time. Yep. Okay, so when I'm back in town, Marcus, I expect you on the pod with a rant. I'll have a rant. I'll have a rant. Yes, you'll have one. You don't have like a 10-second rant with the audience? I don't. He doesn't, other than picking somebody up. Yeah. Yeah, so. Enjoy bicycle camp. Thanks. Yes, have fun. You no can unicycles. The Crow Smokes and Road Beers, number 62. Oh. On eBay right now for five dollars. Sixty-two. That's oh the card God. number. That means there's sixty-one before it. Yeah. Oh well, there's God. probably quite a few. I, I will be doing a deep dive on this. Yeah. I would be doing a deeper dive, but I have to go somewhere I don't want to go tonight. But we'll talk about that off air. Yeah. Um, so here's my rant for today. That was a great one, by the way. I love it. Mm. I totally did a mega feed. Um, <laughs> very. I'm very much. I mean. You know me. Lots, I won't say lots of people do, but if you know me, Kevin, you're out there somewhere. I am totally an, an energy vampire. I I will, and I love negative energy. Um, I'm not proud of it, but that's the way I am. So, to hear that, I mean, I'm not. I will say, I'm not here all the time. I hate that feeling too. It's like, is somebody? Here's my what I say all the time, and I emptied the dishwasher this morning in my house. Cups. Cups everywhere. Mm -hmm. And this is directed at you, Roland, my 12-year-old. How many cups can you use in an effing day? How many cups does it take for you to get through a day? I'm not saying that I want you to use one cup and that's it for four different liquids. But how about you try to wash it out and say, well, I had Coke. Now I'm going to have Dr. Pepper. Maybe I can mingle the residue of the Coke with the Dr. Pepper. Hmm. Uh, Jude's worse. He'll just get four cups for just different drinks of water. Sounds like a flight. Yeah. He's doing a flight. Oh, He's doing a flight of water? Water. water. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. There'll be I... two cups in his room. There's uh, be a cup by the couch downstairs and then oh. like a cup on the island in the kitchen. That's my nose on the mic. Yeah. So I'll go quick because we're probably running on time. My rant topic for today is what I'm going to call an asshole. I found this online. I didn't know a term for it, but it is true. Askholes. Someone who asked for my opinion, and then when I give it, again, they asked for it, and then they argue with me about it or get pissed when I'm honest. <laughs> Why'd you ask? Especially if someone who knows me at all, you know I have an opinion. I'm not saying that makes me a great person. It's not. I, I'm a prick. I tell people that all the time. Uh, I'm a passive prick. I'm not someone who will go in a restaurant and throw a sandwich back at somebody because it's wrong. But I will give you a dirty look. I'm a prick. I know it. But if you're going to be an asshole, don't ask my opinion. If you know me well enough and you're afraid of what you're going to get, I get it. 
if you're a close enough friend like a Brian or somebody like that, you ask my opinion, I'm going to very much try to be respectful, but I'm going to give you my opinion. Don't get pissed because you asked. So you want to put your big boy pants on or big girl pants on and ask my opinion? Great. Now, have I always in my life reacted the way I want you to react? No, but I will at this point in my life because I say, F it, I don't care. So if I ask your opinion, it means I want you to give me the brutal, honest feedback. If you ask mine, you may get it. Just realize that. So I totally admire that you want it, but then don't get mad that I gave it. Mm -hmm. And don't try to tell me I'm wrong. It's just my opinion. Flush it down the toilet if you want. And I usually preface it with that. Flush it, do whatever you want with it. But don't ask and then get mad because I gave it to you. If you don't ask and I gave it to you, you have every right to be mad that I gave you my opinion. But don't ask for it and then get mad. That's all I say. So we thank you very much for joining. Thanks to Brian for his great feature on what we do in the shadows. We will be doing a watch party. We will be watching every episode and commenting on it. There's the phone. Had to happen at some some point. But thankfully, we have a great front desk person out there. Yeah, Gabby's killing it. Yep. She's great. <clears throat> so for just, all of our just, front desk people who don't catch COVID, she's out there. Yeah. And if you, uh, you even if you do. The entire movie trading card set of 100 cards plus one chase card, whatever that means. So not only can you get smoking smokes and road beers, but every card they have for fifty five dollars. Is T Bird on the Smokes and Road Beers card? Um, yeah, I'm going real deep here. Um, or is Fun Boy on there? Take your shot, Fun Boy. Is I mean a regular, not a regular. Okay, feature. so I'll, I'll read. You, so okay. On the front, Skank and T Bird wait for yes. Fun Boy. Yes, and so. It, what it says is Skank and T-Bird uh, wonder road beers. what's happened to Fun Boy. They have another job to do. T-Bird sends Skank on a beer run while he gets into his custom street sled ready for action. Yes. He doesn't realize that he'll never get out of the car alive. Because Brandon Lee's in there waiting for him saying, I'm your passenger. Yeah. Moments Drive. later, Eric pops up behind him and puts a gun to his wow. head. I, I may own these cards by the time we do another pod. Yeah. Well, maybe not by Friday, but soon after. Yeah. And, yes. See, the earliest is the delivery for this, just if you order that card, is June 13th to June 18th. No, oh, slackers. Nice. Whatever. But, again, I think you're gonna, if you're going to go, I mean, it's 6 bucks for just that card. You might as well get the whole set for 55 uh, Yeah, I'd rather just drop the 55 Yeah. So the next, the next uh, pod, we'll do, some, uh, we'll do some master debating. As mm, I call okay. it. I like to debate. And some more smokes and road beers. Uh, but this time, we'll go back to, I'm going to do, when we get Christina back on, because I don't want to make it all negative, we'll do like what makes you happier. But with Brian, we'll do what annoys you more. Okay. Stuff like that. So, and I'll probably be a couple more drinks in by that time. So, yeah. And it we'll, sounds uh, possible. We'll try to get back to more, I guess, theater content. Yeah. Next. But Since you we know, didn't do talk about theater at all. I mean, we are coming into the silly season of yeah. summer, so that's right. That's right. We're uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? We're decompressing from all yes. the theater we've been doing this Got year. Got that right? So. All the regional premieres. Yeah. So, but uh, we thank you for listening and uh, come back and join us. Uh, feel free to comment to us 
and uh, don't email us, but just comment uh, because I don't want to give out the email address. I got in trouble for that once before. Thanks for joining, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Sure.